With the high cost of living these days, lots of homeschools have more than one breadwinner, even with mom staying at home. Today's guest, Chantal Howard, a great friend of this podcast, will step us into what it's like working from homeschool. Welcome to Homeschooling Saints, the podcast that helps you create the homeschool you love for the people you love. Our host is Lisa Maladnik, a Catholic life coach, TV host, best-selling author, and an instructor at Homeschool Connections. Hi, I'm Lisa Maladnik, and today we're talking with Chantal Howard. Working from homeschool is our topic today. Chantal is a wife and homeschooling mother of five children with number six on the way. Yay! She's also a homeschool graduate herself, leveraging her experience as a high-level athlete, a lifetime of entrepreneurship from within the home, and dedication to the rosary. Chantal helps families create a successful path to holiness, health, and freedom. As a Catholic life coach, she specializes in healing the obstacles to combining faithful living and entrepreneurial success. With nearly a decade of holistic training in essential oils as a doTERRA wellness advocate, Chantal has worked with thousands of families, educating them on natural paradigms of wellness and healthcare through a Catholic lens. Combining her loves, she is the designer of beautiful Aroma Rosary rosaries. I have the Fatima one, and it's absolutely exquisite. Check it out. I will give you the link for that in a moment. Chantal's also a speaker and the author of two books, The School of the Family, A Renaissance of Catholic Formation, and The Family Rule. With over 15 years in ministry, she's worked alongside her husband, Dr. Peter Howard, the founder of the Fulton Sheen Institute. She's also a treasured contributor to this program with her short recurring feature every month called From Ideal to Real. You can find her at Chantal-Howard.com, spelled the way it sounds, C-H-A-N-T-A-L hyphen Howard, H-O-W-A-R-D.com. And this will be in the show notes as well. And you can also find her at AromaRosary.com, spelled exactly the way it sounds. All right. Welcome, Chantal. It's so good to have you with us today. Thank you, Lisa. This is a real joy. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun talking with you because you're one of those people with that kind of luminous e energy and light. And I really see that as uh, drawing, you know, from the beautiful luminosity of Our Lady, the way you're dedicated to the rosary. And just want to thank you for that because you've guested on our Homeschool Connections webinar and, and do so much to add value to our podcast every month as well. Oh, thank you. It's been a real joy to connect with the Homeschool Connection community and feel more a part of the family. So thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. So tell us, just starting off, and we're talking about working from homeschool, which is a very cool topic. What was it like for you? Because I know you grew up uh, in a homeschool yourself and in a business environment, and you've been able to bring that into the present day with you. What was that like? Yeah, this was a fundamental reality to my experience of homeschooling because my grandfather was an inventor, always creating and, and inventing and, and trying to find success in his own way. And he eventually did uh, through the work that my family then picked up on. My mother was in sales. My father was an installation of this uh, product that my grandfather had created, Weatherport, a, a steel frame structure with a vinyl cover. Back in the day, it was intended just to keep snow off of the car but it became a really big phenomenon throughout the country. And so as a kid, when my mom decided to homeschool us, this was integral to our daily experience because the phone was ringing, the books needed to be kept, customers would come by the house, there were projects to have to be completed. And so I was really 
inundated from the very, very earliest memories of my life with business. And um, not only was it a source of fun and creative play, I remember taking all the stationery and the checks that were no longer valid, you know, (laughs) pretending. But as soon as we could, we were answering the phone, Global Shelters, this is Chantal, you know, and we would try to uh, see how long we could get into a phone call before somebody picked up on the fact that we were a kid. (laughs) And um, so it was, it was a really beautiful dimension. Of course, it had its challenges because there were multiple times when mom had to say, sorry, nope, I'm not available or a phone would call would just happen. And she had to be available for that. Um, But the choice that my parents made to be, uh, to work from home was a huge light in my life because it really instilled in me the fact that their intention was for us to be free, to be with us and to provide for us in a way that allowed us the most optimal time together possible. And um, I really, I really cherish the fact that I had that experience. So my speaking skills, confidence, sales, all of that just kind of was a natural part of my upbringing. And especially, I remember as we emerged into the computer age, um, we were leading the way at the house trying to figure out, you know, the new computer programs and how to market and bring things into the new world, uh, so to speak. And that was, uh, it was an amazing foot up in a lot of ways for me as a young person to have those skills being brought, you know, side by side with the beautiful faith uh, formation. And of course, Uh, the traditional, you know, academics as well. Yeah, it strikes me that there are so many success stories, business success stories, where the family gets left behind, where that that connection, that intimacy, that mutual trust and understanding, just even really knowing each other gets severed. But when you combine those two things of choosing to sacrifice to homeschool, to be in the home and stay connected as a family with let's all be together in this incredible adventure of forging a place in the marketplace and and really providing something of quality and, and value to other people. That's really a remarkable opportunity for a family. It was. And the thing that was interesting is just the, the breadth of formation that it afforded us. Um, you know, there are many times when we were just out in the field with my dad pounding stakes into the ground, uh, learning the, the, the gift of manual labor um, and travel. And uh, just it really did broaden the horizons of what I, I mean, I really had this sense of limitless freedom. Uh, because we could create and we could take the business with us if we traveled or we could uh, spend time as a family on vacation. So, of course, it was a little different economic era and things might not be as easy today. But there is something that, you know, the seed for freedom, for time freedom, for for the opportunity to support the family from within the home. Uh, that was planted early in my life. And I feel like it has been something that the Lord has really refined as a message of, um, well, he's allowed business, I think, to be a, a spirit, a purification of spiritual principles because it's so pragmatic and it's so practical and it's constant challenge and it's forging forward and you can't stop, you know, and there's so many lessons in that, especially in an era where in spirituality and in our homes, we often 
kind of want to just say, Jesus, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm weak, I'm not enough, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you do it. <laughs> and, and the reality of business in your home is, is constant. And especially as a mom trying to do that within homeschooling as well. So mm, yeah, yeah, I'm grateful for my mother's example, for sure. Incredible. So tell us about what that's been like for you, not to recreate the experience, but to then Wow, kind of expand off it in your own way with your own husband and family and an environment and your talents. What's that been like? Yeah, so when we first started our family, I didn't necessarily envision that that would be a part of my path. Um, my husband's a theologian, and so most of our orientation has been towards ministry. But we quickly found out that ministry is business, unfortunately, but also fortunately. And it requires a lot of leadership and a lot of determination and a lot of um, just constant efforts to be creative in bringing the gospel to the world. And so, whether it was, um, again, just marketing talks and developing, you know, just ways to branch out from just the traditional uh, church job, which unfortunately wasn't sufficient to raise a family on, right? We had to get creative. So, through, the, through just financial need, more than anything, um, we have been uh, oriented towards entrepreneurial initiatives. So um, I have been involved in both the creative side of ministry as well as then beginning my own business about eight years ago, uh, kind of stumbled into a direct sales opportunity, which I uh, never, ever in the, my wildest dreams thought I would do. I was one of those people that said, oh my gosh, no, I'm never going to be one of those, those people. <laughs> and um, <laughs> But I, I found something I was passionate about, something I loved, something that worked, and something that really allowed me to pair my passion of evangelization with connecting with people in the health and wellness space. And um, so, of course, it was a discernment. And, you, you know, it's not something I took on willy-nilly, but um, really, rather, I, I felt this intense call. You know, it's, it's what is your why? What is your purpose? What is your, your end goal that you're seeking as a family outside of financial gain, which isn't bad and certainly needed today? I mean, I think oftentimes, um, you know, the freedom to homeschool gets stripped away just because that financial pressure is real. And uh, we, were, we wanted to fight for that. So it was, it was, well, it's a both and. Let's go. Let's do business and, and schooling together and ministry and, 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 and. <laughs> Lots of irons in the fire. <laughs> right. And what kinds of lessons is your family learning together as you build up? And let's just come right out and say it. You're working with doTERRA Oils, which I just want to give my own opinion, is one of the best companies out there for a multi-level kind of marketing situation where you're directly educating others, help them to change their lives, get off the pharmaceutical bandwagon, you know, changing things in the environment as far as cleaning and, and healthcare and all of that. I mean, it's really amazing. And it's a very Catholic and Christian friendly company in the extreme, really. They're really remarkable people. So I can see how someone like you, you know, the, who would be really excited by the opportunity to change people's lives for the better through something that you could love in, on an ethical level, a spiritual level. And, and even as I, I know from knowing you, Chantal, you've even pulled an enormous amount of evidence for this being solidly 
uh, consistent with our faith right out of scripture in terms of the oils. And I know that's a whole other conversation, but, and we actually have a webinar with you on that topic. But um, so, so just to, to say to everyone that this is, this wasn't just any business opportunity. This had a, this was a real fit for you and for your family. Yes, for sure. And I think that's the, the true call when, when someone's discerning business, it needs to be done. So through the lens of, does this pair with my Catholic identity? Does this pair with my vocation? Uh, can I do this with a clear conscience? And not only that, but can I do it well? And that was one of the things that I think, uh, in terms of lessons learned, I learned very quickly that business requires and demands certain structure, certain strategy, consistency, and uh, certain activities that either move you towards your goal or and you know have you end up spinning your wheels. And uh, like you said in the beginning, my personality is kind of bright and bubbly, and there's a lot of it that that uh, really serves me well. But it's also there's a lot of areas in my personality and my own habits that have had to be refined. And I've often said that my work with DoTerra in the space of personal growth, strategizing, consistency. It has been so incredibly impactful in my own spiritual disciplines, my own uh, just learning to communicate more effectively as a mom to my kids. I remember just seasons of life where I would just assume they all knew it was going to happen, right? I mean, gosh, you know, I've got it all figured out in my head. We're going to do this and this and you need to do that. And I learned very quickly, if I'm going to operate a business and home educate, I have to, I have to embrace a schedule. Oh, <laughs> the awful schedule I used to just completely dread. So I've learned all kinds of, of leveraging tools, outsourcing, personal growth. Um, there's, there's myriads of different angles to look at when business comes into your life. And especially if you want to do it, not just as a hobby, but as something that is, is truly producing for your family. And so for that, I'm, I'm really grateful. And you have a wide range of ages in your homeschool, too. Um, is it Gianna is, what, 16 or 17? Actually, her name's Gemma, but yes, oh, another good Catholic that, saint. That, that's <laughs> yep. me. That's my brain. Yep. Lovely Gemma, who I have met, who is a, just an absolutely beautiful young woman. And you have a baby on the way. So you have the whole range. What kinds of lessons are you seeing them pick up on? Are they getting enthused about any aspect of running a business from home? Absolutely. Uh, we talk a lot about just the entrepreneurial uh, spirit in our home. Our girls are musicians. They have dreams of being able to uh, bring their gifts and talents to the, to the stage. And they realize that today that means being creative. It means learning marketing. It means discovering how to communicate well, to be good speakers. And so we've, we've really pulled them in in lots of ways. I mean, from the very beginning, whether it was learning about the oils and we would, we would do chemistry classes based on let's discover the chemistry of essential oil compounds. And we would do, you know, I'd have them helping me with really practical tasks like filling samples and designing flyers. And they, before I knew it, I'd catch them, you know, pretending on my cell phone to do a call. This is Jacinta Claire and I have an essential oil blend for you, you know, and it was, <laughs> it was cute to see how they would play business. And um, I think that that's, it's an incredibly important role in our American economy today. I think it's also a really important role because, the, I mean, we can face it, the, the opportunities for uh, young girls and, and even for um, moms is 
they move into wanting to be active and truly present to their children, there just aren't that many that you can do successfully from home if you don't build that skill set early. So I think, um, you know, they've come a long way in their understanding and they do have, <laughs> they have the itch, I must admit. They definitely do. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to, uh, to follow each one of them as they move forward in their own path. Yeah. And, and so, so step us into a little bit of how you include them in the business and how you handle the distractions of having children around while you're conducting business. Like, what does that balance look like? That is the ultimate question, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, this morning's a perfect example. So today's a, a full school day for us here at home, and yet mom's prepping for a podcast, and papa's working on launching a new uh, you know, campaign for a series of talks that he's leading around the country. And so where does that leave us with the kids? Well, we do require of our kids a lot of independent work, a lot of self-discipline, a lot of supporting one another. Um, I just pulled out of the closet some toys that had been buried for the little one, right, that hadn't been out for a long time because I knew she needed something fresh uh, to keep her attention while I was doing my work. And sometimes it means shifting the schedule, not letting go of it, but shifting it, you know, relocating. I like to think of time blocking. If we have these time blocks set, we can kind of just pull them out of the schedule and pop them into another segment of time, but we still need to have those really dedicated uh, segments of time where we can get into deep work and we can focus on school, whether it's a two-hour period in the afternoon or a two-hour period in the morning, you know, learning to not compromise those is, is the key. And it's not something I do perfectly. You know, there are times where all of a sudden I turn around and they've all snuck onto a screen or they've decided that they're just going to go play in the snow, which, again, the joys of homeschooling, right? But um, so being realistic and, and setting clear boundaries has been important. They need to know when I'm working, they can't interrupt me. Nine times out of 10, I don't end up with kids, you know, knocking down the door when I'm on a webinar. But, um, you know, occasionally there's the emergency and you just have to roll with it. Wonderful. And you mentioned they'll help with a flyer or with samples and things like that. So they actually do have a hands-on role to play. So what are some just practical tips for moms who are trying to make that balance of homeschooling and working from home, or even for those who are listening and going, gee, I'm really not sure I can handle that. What would be some practical ways to look at this to, to be able to manage it? Yeah, for sure. Well, I do think that uh, obviously our vocation to motherhood is central. and and holding on to that and recognizing that the first priority is to the formation of our children, to loving our spouses. Um, it's something Peter and I often have to remind ourselves. We need to set our schedule, set our hours, and we need to turn off the business. Otherwise, he can stay in his space and I can stay in mine and the kids get you know, wrapped up in, in their world. And pretty soon we have um, replicated the exact thing that we have tried to run away from, which is you know, that segregation of the family. So uh, one of the biggest things is people begin to seek the discernment of home business, I think, is, uh, you know, the realistic uh, analysis of can our home handle this, right? Do we have the skill set? Do we have the willingness? Um, I really practically, I've had to learn to go mobile. I do my business on the go a lot. I think that's something that a lot of homeschool families are hesitant to do. The goal is to try to in a certain sense, keep the world at bay. And I've had to embrace the tools, the social media, um, all of the, the apps and the, the, the things that are there to help, uh, you know, make my business more efficient. And so 
but but the beautiful thing is my kids see the, that I'm using these things as tools, not as time wasters. And so in that sense, it's a really good lesson. They know that mom's on the screen, not because she's, you know, playing video games, but because she is, she's leveraging her time so that we can have those violin lessons we love or, you know, the opportunities that, that are important to us. So not being afraid to step into the technological space and embrace what is there for business to be successful. Because if you're going to do it, it's go big or go home, in my opinion. Right? <laughs> if you're, you're going to do business, you got to really embrace what that requires. Um, getting organized, like I said, setting your hours. And then one of the biggest things that I think has made the biggest impact in, in my business is having mentors and coaches. Um, we need that support. The best coaches have coaches, the best mentors have mentors, and not being afraid to invest in your personal growth, uh, especially in the space where, you know, when you're being your own boss, you know, there is very few things in life that require some, as much self-discipline as getting yourself up, moving and moving forward, knowing how to, how to plan and leverage your time efficiently. So having people there to help keep you on course, inspired, so forth is critical. And it's one of my greatest joys. It's one of the things that I've emerged into and, and a gift that I feel like the Lord has given me is helping others in that space of coaching and mentorship. So for those that are discerning it, there's, a, there's an opportunity to have a conversation there with me in person. Oh, yeah, definitely. Go to Chantal. Uh, hyphenhoward.com and we'll have that in the show notes as well but you can also find Chantal on Facebook and her maiden name is in there Chantal Dussault D-U-S-S-A-U-L-T Howard um, and again I'll put that uh, with your permission Chantal I'm just coming up with this on my own uh, I'm going to put up the Facebook link there as well so you can interact with her and and maybe have a conversation with her about what uh, some level of uh, accompaniment or accountability or learning process might be in partnership with Chantal. Um, okay, so anything else in terms of practical tips? Uh, you know, I think the biggest thing in, is, and I say that a lot, I hear myself saying the biggest thing, the biggest thing. <laughs> There's a lot of big things when it comes it's to this. It, 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 you know, we have, we have to be gentle with ourselves but recognize that business is an opportunity for us to grow forward. And I love the blessed or uh, St. Junipero Serra, his, his motto, always forward, never back. And, and there's something that is natural to the movement of business that pulls us into that, that movement forward. And so my encouragement is, I, I personally, I think moms should be finding creative outlets for their own creativity, for their own ingenuity. Uh, there's going to be a season when kids are moving on and it's a beautiful reality to have nurtured your own growth in the process. As a homeschooler, I remember telling my mom, I said, mom, you don't get to graduate me until I graduate mine. Then I know I will have been fully homeschooled. Wow. <laughs> and business is part of that learning experience for me that has been really rich. And of course, balancing it with lifestyle is, is a delicate reality that we have to work on. There's times and seasons where I've had to just pull back and say, nope, I can't do anymore right now. And, and I have to refocus my attention on, on uh, you know, just adventuring with the kids or being present to them. But nonetheless, because there's this tug, not only a, miss, a, a need, but there's this tug forward to just progress 
in your business, I feel my own spiritual growth and my own disciplines moving forward. So seeing it not as a necessary evil, but really, really as an opportunity to grow in leadership. And I just want to speak out some of the things that you've talked about in terms of putting the pieces together for anyone discerning. Time blocks, they can be flexible. You might ha- say that we're, at some point today or tomorrow, we're going to spend two hours doing this particular work. And if something comes up, but you're still having the integrity to fulfill that time block, you can still make it happen. And having that flexibility can help you to create the balance and keep that forward movement because you're attending to the most important things, the things that you've just to be your personal priority, recognizing seasons when you can't be full-on business or full-on homeschooling, whatever that is, but also remembering that this ongoing nurturing of self and vocation, especially your marriage, that that blesses the whole family and creates uh, a great foundation for your next season. I absolutely love what you said about, mom, you don't get to graduate me until I graduate my own kids, because it really is, right? It's an extension of your own experiences growing up. Yes. And, you know, lastly, I often refer to things like mother leadership. And this is one of my favorite terms because it just resonates so much with me. And a lot of times I have had to look back and analyze, okay, is my work helping me to be a better leader in my home, a better evangelizer of souls, a better nurturer of these little people that God has given me? And I'm reminded one of my favorite spiritual mentors is Father Nathan Cromley out of the St. John Institute. And he's always working with business leaders. He's one definitely to lean into if you are trying to move into this space because he gets it. He gets the vocation of motherhood and business. And he always reminds us, he said, God, our God is a God of dreams. And he wants us to partner with him and press in and move beyond our fears. And that's what business requires. I was listening to him this morning in one of my mentor calls. And uh, he just says, business, he says, I love, he says, it's the spiritual, it's the purification, it's, I'm sorry, it's the spiritual water that pure business is the purification of spiritual, of our spirituality. Anyway, I messed it up. Darn. Anyway, he just, he he really emphasized that the the reality is when business is in our life, it's going to come with struggle. It's going to come with pitfalls. It's going to come with pain. But those things are there to grow us, to stretch us so that we have a greater capacity, greater capacity for service, a greater capacity for communication, a greater capacity for our relationships. And all of those things are so foundational to giving our kids a really well-rounded foundation to launch their own lives. So to me, business and homeschool, they're pretty synonymous. They go hand in hand. And if you're feeling like the home, the, the, I was going to say the homeschool, the Holy Spirit is giving you a little nudge right now, but you're kind of scared. Remember that everything seems impossible until it's possible. That baby steps and planning and prioritizing may seem like dreary tools or dreary ideas. Oh, all these practical little things you have to do. But once you start to move into that new space, as Chantal was just describing, it's stretching you, it's growing you, it's expanding your horizons spiritually, emotionally, and and hopefully financially too if you're running a business. Um, but any closing thoughts on that? It's such a beautiful thought to think that your mother leadership that ability to evangelize and nurture. That's part of who you are as a woman. That's right. And I do think that in this era, for women in particular, having uh, the opportunity to help support our husbands, to help give relieve that burden. I mean, we are in, a t- in an economic reality where the pressure for our husbands to provide on a sole income is incredibly challenging. And I have spoken with uh, literally hundreds of homeschooling families 
who feel that pressure. They want to be generous. They want to have many kids. They want to be open to life. And yet they feel this really stringent pressure to have a single family income. And and I think that we need to relax that a little bit and realize that there are many beautiful examples, St. Zelie and others throughout history who have shown us the path of holiness exists, that women have ingenuity. The woman of Proverbs, right? Proverbs 31, who just, it's okay for that uh, to let go of some of those rigid concepts that we once held where husband goes to work and mom's at home and that's, you know, she just almost can't do anything outside of that. And of course, there's beauty in that. And I don't want to downplay that because it's still the longing of my heart in many ways. But I do think that today, the movement of the Holy Spirit is saying, if you have a talent, if you have a gift, if you can press into that, be creative and don't, don't in any way feel like the family is a hindrance. It's honestly, in many respects, a huge asset. And I feel that all the time in my business. I love that my kids are along the journey and I've got got built-in helpers, right? <laughs> so they're learning and I'm getting to have their wonderful support in the process. Okay. Thank you so much, Chantal. Um, everybody, please look for Chantal online. It's in the show notes. Chantal, C-H-A-N-T-A-L hyphen Howard.com and also aromarosary.com and we'll have her Facebook link as well. Uh, we're so grateful for all the time that you spent with us today. And and really, I just feel there's a sense of comfort and inspiration that happens when truth meets opportunity, where we have these stresses and challenges, but we what we live into the gifts that we're given and the opportunities to grow together as a family. Just so, so, such a blessing for us today, Chantal. Thank you again. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you very much. All right, everybody. Thanks for being with us. And stay tuned for our short feature coming right up. I'm Dan Lozonas from EinsteinBlueprint.com. Today I want to share with you the ultimate ninja hack that's guaranteed to turn your homeschooled kids into ascendant entrepreneurs. It involves just a little social engineering, a little matchmaking. Think about this. If your kids' friends were all obsessed with sports, your kids would naturally also become obsessed with baseball, basketball, and football. If their friends were all video gamers, then they too would descend into this hobby of very dubious value. If your daughter's friends were obsessed with buying new clothes, singing Broadway soundtracks or whatever, they would also spend all their time in subconscious thoughts dreaming in those areas. It's a well-established fact that we are social animals and that everyone, generally speaking, becomes the average of the five people they spend the most time with. However, what if instead, what if all the other kids yours hung around with were not just narrowly focused gamers, athletes, TikTok addicts, or whatever, but were instead little CEOs in training? What if their friends were hustling little lemonade standers, dog walkers, and babysitters? What if they were budding authors and strategic YouTube creators rather than YouTube watchers? Well, then your kids would automatically also be drawn into the world of business and entrepreneurship. It's really that simple. In other words, you wouldn't have to do just about anything else to get them started down the entrepreneurial path. You wouldn't have to give assignments, find teachers, rustle up classes, mentors, resources, or get your hands dirty at all. If they had such a group of friends, they'd magically absorb their values, their motivation, and pick up all the necessary skills and tactics directly from those other kids. 
how exactly can you pull this off? As homeschoolers, we do have significantly more control over our children's social circles than those using the school systems. However, it's still not that easy to micromanage whom our kids are friendly with. There are also limitations, seemingly, in a number of local social options. When I look back at my own childhood, I don't recall a single classmate or neighborhood friend, even all the way through high school, who was entrepreneurially minded, who was producing or offering anything for sale. However, today the whole landscape has changed. The number of kids out there hustling and grinding for dough, even making millions of dollars, is mind-boggling. And so if they can't be found in your local circles, these special kids can be discovered in news articles, online and every platform, on podcasts, and in their own self-authored books. So even if your kids can somehow become friends or partners with local kids launching businesses, you also want to bombard them with as many of these crazy stories that can be found in the media. After all, not only is human behavior programmed for social connection, but the human mind is also hardwired to and rewired by story. Jesus certainly knew what he was doing by teaching almost exclusively in parables. If you want to find out more on how to harness peer pressure, and if you want to introduce your kids to over 100 stories of other kids who are already far along the entrepreneurial road, then visit my 15-year-old homeschooled son's website, kidsgetrich.com. That's our show for today. Our program is sponsored by homeschoolconnections.com, where you can get online courses for your grade school, middle school, and high school student. Learn from the experts and make your homeschooling easier. Be sure to leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. And we'll see you next time here on the Homeschooling Saints podcast.